Welcome to the Business Networking Show, brought to you by your partnerships. Here is your host, Lee Randall Pybus. So, welcome to the Business Networking Show today. I'm joined by a wonderful guy who is local to me, where I live. He's in Torbay. He's called Dean Kelly, and he is the master of all things digital. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome along, Dean. We're going to find out a little bit more about your business, uh, which is your digital solutions. Now, the word comes to mind, which has been branded around during the networking, is COVIDpreneur. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so what is a COVIDpreneur? Well, to put it positively, because sometimes you go online and you might see something that's not so positive, but let's keep it as, as a positive mindset of a COVIDpreneur is someone who quite simply has started their business up within this pandemic. Yeah, and I think it's been, I think it's a good idea, to be honest with you. A lot of people are a bit sceptical about it, but I think it's the best time to start a business because a lot of businesses are sort of getting a bit fed up where a new business comes along with a lot of energy and enthusiasm and just bursts onto the scene and uh, you've done really well. So let's go back to when you started, which was, was it March, April? So re- I registered the business on the 5th of March, uh, but didn't launch until the 1st of May. And um, that's when, you know, everything was in place, got the marketing out and um, yeah, just so first of all just try to see um who was actually able to answer the phone when we were phoning them up to uh, say we're a new company this is what we can do for you so that was the first uh, kind of challenge <laughs> and how did you find it was was it a bit of a challenge or was it actually easier than you thought um no it wasn't easier than i thought at all no it was the the, the first first thing was really in some ways it was good if you know because when you when you're trying to get through to people, I mean, it's you know we had some marketing online, which you know got some got, got quite good coverage, and that's continued. But also when we were literally phoning people up, you know, I suppose the good old fashioned cold call, um, often you just got an answer phone message. Sorry, the office is shut. So it was kind of the end the end of the road for that particular client or potential client. But then other times, the f- the phone was diverted to maybe the managing director the main you know the main business owner so in some respects it was very good because then you, you, you know, the good, maker. yeah the good old-fashioned gatekeeper was no more for a for a few months uh, they've returned again now but um <laughs> so in some respects it was easy because you're getting through to the main person and in other respects it's very difficult because you know yeah you can leave them my answer for a message but the chance of getting a sales call returned is very very slim mm. now how have you come across you know, how did you come about doing this business? Because I'd imagine like digital communications, things like that, you have to have a bit of a background knowledge in that sort of thing. I don't think anybody can just start a business like this, surely. So I've worked over the years, pretty pretty best part of 20 years, I've worked for uh, network or IT companies. Um, I've worked for, you know, sort of big companies like Canon, um, Conica Minolta. So I've, I've got a background in... Uh, selling mainly so it's business mm. development sales sales management that's that's my background and the companies that i work for generally are of an it orientated nature and it might be the hardware so printers or physical servers or or, or software so there's okay. the, you know that's that's that and also the telecoms background as well because obviously that's kind of most companies i've worked for it's they've either dipped their toes in it or they've actually been a telecoms provider as well so i've had a, a you know good good grounding in that as well okay so how would you if i was a business wanting your services 
um, how how do you go about it? What what can you offer? So, what I, the way I like to work um, is to be more of a consultant. So, I'll go in and you know I'll, I'll see a client, and I'll want to know everything about their IT systems. If we're talking IT, if it's telecommunications, I want to know everything about their setup. So I'll know you know all about their costs, all about their suppliers, um, just any any issues they might have had because unfortunately in the telecoms world you know there's companies that have been around for a very long time and they've kind of always worked the, the way they they've worked mm. but it might mean that now in the modern way of looking at telecoms uh with, with cloud-based systems that you know some clients that have they, they've not even really sort of touched on that or even heard of the way these new systems can be set up so it's it's a case of finding out what their current situation is i call it the current state mm-hmm. and putting it down in a, in a, in a proper audit document so okay. they're, they're presented with a proper report so it says right this is your current situation and then what i'll do is i'll i'll put some recommendations or some ideas of how it can move it on to a sort of more up-to-date way of, of looking at telecoms and okay. uh, you know some suggestions in in there not, not no pricing or anything like that it's, it's more a case of well this is what you know your you know future telecommunications if you like can look like mm-hmm. and these are the benefits these are the the ways that it's going to give you as a business a competitive advantage over your your you know competition okay and can that work for any size business yes Okay, that's interesting. So explain to me, because I'm really thick when it comes to things like this, a cloud-based system. What is a cloud-based system? How does that work? So I, I work with a network operator, and they have a, a network of servers, and the servers are effectively the cloud. And all of the information that is the phone system is, is held securely in a, a specific section of one of these servers for one of you know for a client so say for example you come to me and we we, we put together a cloud-based system you'd have your own secure area if you like of a, of a server that's you know mirrored so if there was there was you know a, a one server went down your data your phone system if you like would would appear on another one securely as well so you you, you would see business continuity so that's right. that's that's a big advantage of it um, with it as well it's just very it then means it's very traditional and flexible so if you want things like oh press one for sales press two for accounts etc you know what we call the auto attendant you can have features like that if you want on hold music you can have that um traditional systems you, you normally have to have an extra module for that and pay for it with with a cloud-based system it means that you know you, you can kind of just turn it on for a default on hold music and and what you need is obviously a really good internet connection. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the internet connections that I put for clients when they have a cloud-based system, it's got, a spe- you know, you, you obviously know what I mean by bandwidth. Yes. So it's the, it's the, you know, your pipe, if you like, is the amount of upload and download that you can get. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So what happens with what we call a converged service is that, part of your bandwidth is separated and can only be used for the voice calls so it just means that the call quality and the chance of a call dropping out is not minimized but it's very very low um so that's that's what needs to happen when with, with a cloud-based system to work very effectively okay 
wow you see it's so clever <laughs> i'm this loses me this does because i have no idea but when you explain it you know in those terms it does make a little bit more sense yeah so. I, I i yeah i try i'm trying to explain it in as non-techy way as possible yeah no of course it's, because, it's it's good to try and get across that this can work for like a small business yeah you know, and obviously people with minimal staff or could it work for like just home solopreneurs as you call as they called absolutely yeah you yeah. Could, it could be a i mean for, for myself i started my business up well in 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 the room that i'm in at the moment i've now got an <laughs> office but but i set up my own cloud-based system because I wanted a, I wanted a proper system. I wanted a, you know, proper geographic number. So when I phone people, oh, 01803 appears when they, so they, right. okay, it's a local number. Um, when calls come in, there's an answer phone message, or I can, I can divert the number if you like, if I need to, to a call answering service. So that, that can be set up. I was just a, you know, a one man, a one, one mm. person business. And um, what, what also you can have is an app on your phone. So the app is effectively like an extension of the phone system. So if I was out and about and someone phoned me on my, you know, effectively my landline number, my mobile phone would ring. Right. And I could take the call as though I was in my office. So it's, it's, you know, makes it sort of quite flexible then and as well when you're just a, a small business, the, the, you know, the, it minimizes the chance of, of dropping a, an incoming yeah. call, which could be business. You know? if it, and if it diverts to your your mobile phone does it is there an alert that tells you that it's a specific call to your business yeah because obviously you you could get like just um like friends calling you couldn't you who know your mobile number yeah well it when it comes through to the the mobile it's, mm. it's like a specific app uh, so right. so yeah so the the app yep. you know when the phone is ringing if you like it's not phoning my mobile phone i it's get you. An, it, yeah it's phoning an app I get you because I've come across the ones before where there's like a little voice note that says this is a such and such call to 0800 what so you know it's a business call um, yeah but this makes sense now for the app yeah because it's although I'm saying it diverts it, it it's it's not technically true that it's <laughs> diverting but I'm, again I'm trying not to be too technical about how it how it works yeah. um I suppose another way of looking at it is it, it twins it so it's it's almost like okay. the office phone would ring, but also the app on the mobile phone would ring. So they're right. like a, a, they're they're paired, if you like, as opposed okay. to diverted. It's a bit like that um that doorbell thing that you can have. Can't you? <laughs> you ring the doorbell and it comes through on your mobile phone. Yeah. So you can see who's at the door. <laughs> it, it's, it's it's the same it's the same kind of technology. Yeah, that's that's a cloud based um, technology as well. That's clever because technology is moving on so fast at the minute on a daily basis. Mm. Um, so back to you when you were little Dean Kelly, um, were you a bit of a computer expert for like school time and stuff? Were you into all technology and everything? I was no? into technology, um, but I, I wouldn't say I was, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't a typical sort of geeky techie type. Um, yeah, I was one of the few in the, in, in, in the school that we had the zx spectrum you know back in the in the 80s and <laughs> i was know, a that, commodore that, 64 know, man yeah <laughs> you know so you know we'd have the yeah we'd have those arguments in the in the playground about you know commodore 64 is better than a zx spectrum and blah 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 <laughs> you know so yeah i've always had an interest in in technology but i, I suppose pretty more what i've had an interest in is it's sort of more creativity mm -hmm. and and problem solving and i think that's what then led me into more of a sales career because you know okay. to, to be a very good sales professional these days you know you need to you need to understand how to 
solve a problem. Um, yeah. The creative problem solving these days is, you know, it's quite a big thing. And I think, um, you know, a lot of tech companies, um, that's where that interest more mm. is, is with than, than the actual technology itself. Yeah, and I think, um, interesting you say that because I think sales, uh, the sales approach has moved on quite a lot, isn't it? It is about problem solving. And somebody who's been in sales for quite a long time, have you seen the, the difference in that? Yeah, definitely. And And the first... I don't know, course, if you like, that was more like that I was putting on was, was sort of 15 years ago now when I was at Canon. And obviously Canon were a massive, you know, massive technology company. Um, and they identified that that was the way that sales professionals have been. You know, when I worked for Canon, I mean, yeah, you always get called the Canon rep. But the, the reality was the way that we were trained was to, to problem solve. And, and, you know, by using technology as the solution. Yeah, so absolutely. And um, just going into your other role, because you are very much part of the Painton Chamber of Commerce. Indeed. How long? How long has that been going for? That's so. The current Painton Chamber of Commerce um, has been. Th- it's just over three years now. So mm-hmm. September two thousand seventeen, it emerged. Um, completely new Chamber of Commerce, and were you there um, from the start? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I was one of the founder, you know, members, not just members, but the founders of it. Okay. So, you know, help help set things up from the from the word go. What made you do that then? What did you see a, a little gap there? Something that needed doing? Yeah. So, previous to that, um, when 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 we started up the chamber, I was working for someone, but not long before then, I had a um, another business in Paynton. It was a, a reuse schoolware shop in in winner street in painton right and i had had some involvement in like, like the traders association there i was you know the leader of that particular traders association and could kind of see that there was a need in painton for you know sort of businesses and the local community to work a bit more together because uh, it didn't have a chamber of commerce then mm. um and there was there was like two or three or maybe four actually similar groups to the one that i was running up in in winner street we kind of you know i i I'd stepped away from that because the business folded, unfortunately, but I still had that interest and it was only a few months afterwards. So, um, other people in town that I'd already had, you know, communication with, um, about, a, a you know, collaboration, if you like, of the different groups mm. to maybe form a, a chamber of commerce was already there. So when, when it, you know, when it started to emerge, I was, yeah, put my hand up and said, yeah, I'll get involved in that. Must be mad, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No, you are, you're you're like me. You want to help businesses, and um, even though, like we obviously call this the official your partnerships podcast, I like to get other networking groups out there. Um, Absolutely, you know, yeah. I I did with Martin Bignon about the one they used to do at Pier Point, obviously, which is not running at the moment. But um, it's very important to be out there helping businesses, and and I think what Peyton Chamber does is absolutely wonderful because you have a real outlook to help businesses which is what's needed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and also a bit, bit towards the local community as well, because it's, it's not mm. just business. We're a little bit um, different than most chambers of commerce in the sense that um, we're, we're actually a community interest company as well now. Mm-hmm. So that's where we've, we've got involved in things like uh, when there was the Torbay Road fire um, a couple of years ago, uh, we really helped bring the... Um, the community that needed, I don't know, there was like people obviously that 
didn't have a house or, or a flat anymore so we, we helped them by fundraising and we I think we raised in the region of about four to five thousand pounds mm. and we helped not just the businesses that had lost everything but obviously the residents that lived above the shops in Torbay Road um, things like washing machines beds clothes mm-hmm. all, all sorts of stuff or, or just physical money so they could go and buy some shopping and eat you know it was yeah. you know so you know so, so we, we've got we're very community focused as well yeah I, well I think there's a famous supermarket that says every little helps but it does you know little things like that definitely um so keep doing what you're doing with the painting chamber it's definitely helping them and you know doing really good stuff for the community and businesses but uh just going back to your digital solutions obviously you've got your uh telecommunications uh service there but what other services do you offer as well i know it's headsets because you were talking about that before we came on live recording this yeah i mean obviously headsets they you know with with the the telecom systems i mean a lot of a lot of uh, businesses now they they literally use you know the phone system appears on their desktop or, or laptop so instead of ha- having a physical handset they you know put a headset in like the one mm. i'm uh, speaking on today uh, but also the other because it's it's obviously digital solutions so what we're trying to do is find um businesses with, with some sort of challenge and it might be a business process that you know isn't very efficient and it might be because it's very labor intensive or paper driven <laughs> so what we're set up to help and offer customer uh, you know clients is is that consultation at first to find out what's going on in their business that might need improving and then put together a solution now the solution might be you know um multifunctional printers that have got obviously quite heavy duty scanners on them and and these devices now uh, you know sort of true business devices have got apps as well uh, much like a phone or mm. you know an iphone so there's the ability then to scan a document that's paper turn it into a digital document and scan it up into a cloud-based um, service like say quickbooks so you know a lot of people obviously use quickbooks for their accounting or zero yeah so uh, you know you, you you might have a business that's been operating for quite a while so they've been very paper-based for a long time and now they're looking at working more digitally so um you know we just consult with them and, and say right okay well, it might be a solution that's a mixture between some software some hardware and uh, and, and some professional services which is you know our time to get the get the solution working and then the support thereafter yeah i think that's um it's interesting what you say about moving from from paper to digital i as just so happened i was watching last night it's on netflix the ripper oh okay um, yeah, yeah and um there's a it's very very good so it's four parts but there was a bit in it where there was one of the old police officers and i was obviously back in the 70s mm-hmm. and and they said they had so much paperwork on the case that they had to put concrete blocks in underneath the floor to stop it from the, the risk of it actually caving in because yeah. of the, way, well, the paperwork. And I thought how Crazy. things have changed and I'm talking to Dean tomorrow. I thought it's perfect. He's all about tip digital. Yeah. And it's, it's funny though, cause there's still a lot of businesses that they, they rely on it because uh, the next, like your accounting information, for example, you need to have, you know, hold it for I think at least seven years. Mm. Uh, there's some, there's some, you know sectors out there you know like legal it's, it's even longer you know some of the paper they have to hold for could be 19 20 years really um I, yeah i don't know the exact but there's there's a long time that they have to hold hold the document so of course they've been holding a document for a long time before a lot of this software or um you know cloud-based ways of working um even existed so mm. you know 
that's that's why they they you know you know sometimes you you know I see some clients and they might be a law firm and they've got a shed out the back or it might be a shed or um, a lockup somewhere yeah. and they've had to put you know boxes full of all these documents <laughs> in these places and that's a massive it's, it's actually quite a big risk because if that went up in flames yeah they've, they've lost that document so if they haven't also maybe scanned that document in to have it you know held um either on their own server somewhere on on their premises or you know on a cloud-based server yeah somewhere then that document that, that might might be very costly to their business because if, if they couldn't find that document to then use i don't know it might be someone that had a a law case against them or mm. it might be that it was a piece of information that um would help them have a competitive advantage over their um yeah. you know another business and it means that they'd lose some business from not having this bit of information so there's um yeah there is you know there's there's still a lot of that about and you know I speak to customers every day i think they've got these problems yeah so for those that are, are businesses out there that are obviously still paper driven but are looking to take it digital is it it's an easy process is it? it's quite straightforward to just transfer it it's time it's consuming quite, it, can, it can be time consuming but I mean, what if it's a lot of paper and i mean like i don't know 10 20 filing cabinets worth say for argument's sake which is mm. a lot of paper what you can do is it's not a service i as a business offer but there mm. are companies that do offer this service where they'll, they'll literally take the documents away um and and batch scan them mm-hmm. you, you know you, you know you have to pay a, a fee for doing it and then what they do is they then present that in a digital format to you so at least you've got you know the backlog if you like scanned and then that that scanned d- digital document you know can be used mm. in an, in a new service going forward and then it's just a case of yeah i mean what what you're trying to do or what, what i'm trying to do for a client is 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 rep either replicate an, an already working system uh, you know business yeah. process digitally or make a new one that's that's a bit better mm-hmm. but the, the the whole process of doing it is fairly fairly yeah it's, it's, it's easy enough to do um there's obviously always going to be the old teasing problem when it yep. goes in but then that's where the training and the, the support from my company comes in to okay. you know make it as easy as possible for the client okay and how far widespread can you operate do you work the whole of the uk it's it yes but predominantly at the moment it's the southwest yeah but you start there and then grow out don't you <laughs> yeah exactly start start in your hometown and yeah. expand expand yeah <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks, Dean. And how can people get in touch with you? How can they find you? So uh, we've obviously got a website. So it's www.ydsdevon.co.uk or they can call us on 01803 416 or email at enquiries at Brilliant. And I will put all those details on the show description along with your LinkedIn profile as well, if that's okay. That's great. Thank you. Good man. Great to talk to you. Thanks ever so much. And let's get people going digital. Absolutely. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for listening to the Business Networking Show, brought to you by Your Partnerships. Check out all our upcoming networking events at yourpartnerships.co.uk.